In tonight's story, with Driftaway Tales, we go on an adventure with bookshelf animals. So let's rest our minds, settle our bodies, and take some big, deep breaths. When you're ready, close your eyes, steady your breathing, and let's start our story. It was a balmy, hot summer's day. One of those days we long for in the winter. Those days that seem to make everyone smile a little bit bigger. It was beautiful. The sky was a rich blue. There was a slight breeze and not a cloud in sight. James had been playing outside for most of the evening since he arrived home from school. He had run upstairs whipped his school uniform off, put on some shorts and raced back downstairs, outside, into the garden. His garden was fairly small, but had everything he needed. It had a large patch of grass in the middle, with two beds of flowers either side, and a medium-sized shed at the end, next to the silver birch tree. Back towards the house, there was a small patio area paved with a dark grey slate, and there sat a big table with four chairs around it. In the summer months, the family would all sit together around the table eating dinner. Today felt different to all the other days in the week. It was Friday. No school tomorrow. Although James really liked school, he was ready for a break by Friday. Waking up on a Saturday morning was one of his favourite feelings, almost as good as waking up on Christmas morning. His family didn't make too many plans and their activities for the weekend were led by the weather. After they had done their chores, if it was raining or grey, they'd watch films or play board games, do some baking or make weird smoothie concoctions. If it was dry and bright, they would pack up the car, make a picnic and drive to the seaside or a local park spending the day playing rounders or paddling in the sea. Other days, if they were all a bit grumpy or didn't fancy doing anything, they would chill out in the garden. James liked the fact that it wasn't always the same. This weekend was similar. If the weather stays like this, I wonder if we'll go to the beach tomorrow, thought James. His tummy flipped with excitement. Going to the beach was one of his most favourite days out. He enjoyed everything about it, playing in the sand, paddling in the sea, looking for crabs and starfish, and of course, the barbecues. Just then, his mum and dad came out into the garden, interrupting his daydream. They sat at the table with some drinks. We've had an idea, James, said mum. Would you like it if we put the tent up so you could camp out tonight with your bookshelf animals? James's eyes widened. Yes, he jumped about. That would be awesome. Then he stopped. Hmm, am I allowed inside if I don't like it? His mum laughed. Of course you are. Half an hour later, as the sun was setting in the sky and the air had become a little cooler, the bright green tent was pitched up in the middle of the garden and his mum was blowing up an airbed inside. 
His bedding was ready and waiting to be set up, and his dad had put together a tray of snacks with popcorn, a banana, a bottle of water and some yummy biscuits. It was almost ready. It was about time for James to go and get his animals. Wow, they are going to be so excited. Rhino will run around for ages. Owl will flap his wings really fast and Frog will jump so high, James thought. His animals have never had a sleepover outside in a tent before, so perhaps they would be a little nervous too. James would bear that in mind and make sure they all felt safe. Mum and Dad said they were going to leave the back door open, so if they all wanted to come back inside at any time during the night, they could. After his dinner, James had a quick wash, brushed his teeth and popped his pyjamas on. He stood up on his bed and took Owl, the bunnies, Sloth, Frog, Rhino and Penguin off of the bookshelf and somehow managed to hold them all in his arms. It was a bit of a struggle but James and all of the animals made it safely downstairs and outside. He toppled into the tent and released his arms so all of the animals fell onto the blow-up bed and scattered everywhere. Now, animals, James said, this is where we are going to be sleeping tonight. Isn't it cool? He picked one animal up at a time and arranged them on the bed. Rhino and Penguin sat together on the left. Frog and Sloth were in the middle. The two bunnies on the right and Owl was sat on James's pillow. James flopped down next to them all and smiled. He had his tray of snacks just next to him. He had his pillows and duvet on the bed so it was really comfortable and he had all of his animals here with him. This is turning out to be a great weekend already, he thought. At 8pm, his mum and dad came outside to check they were all okay and to say goodnight. After that, they were on their own. The sun had set now, but it was still light. The sky had turned a soft lilac colour and some thin, wispy clouds had began rolling in over the horizon. It was a beautiful evening. James lay back on the blow-up bed, stretched his arms above his head and tucked his hands behind his neck. He started thinking about all of the games they could play throughout the night and when he could eat which snack. I think I'll play with Rhino and Penguin first. We can run around the garden finding insects to follow and then perhaps I'll stop and eat my banana. As James went over his plans, he felt quite tired. He didn't want to get up and off the bed. He was rather comfortable. Maybe he should think of games he can play while lying down, he thought. Before long, James had closed his eyes, settled down and had drifted off into a heavy and peaceful sleep. A few birds were chirping in the silver birch tree, but other than that, all was still and quiet. Well, that is a surprise, said Owl. I thought he would be awake all night. Perhaps the heat of the sun has tired him out for the day. Penguin shuffled forward and peered over James's face to double-check he was fast asleep. I think you're right, Penguin. OK, everyone, we haven't been outside before, so don't go too far from the tent if you want to explore. 
Owl instructed. I'll keep one eye on James and make the usual sign if he starts to stir. I think I'll stay put, Owl, slurred Sloth. I'm rather sleepy myself. With that, the bunnies hopped out of the tent and into the garden. Their little noses wiggled as they smelled the air and their long ears flipped around, listening to all the new sounds. Mm, they said in unison. We're going to play inside the tent. Looks a bit different out here. They jumped back in the tent, looking a little worried. <laughs> it's okay, bunnies, soothed Owl. I'm sure there is nothing out here that will hurt you. As Owl spoke, there was a very loud screeching noise from outside the tent. All seven animals froze. What was that? whispered Frog. Doesn't sound very friendly, Penguin said under her breath. Shh! don't want it to come any closer. Well, I'm going to go and have a look, said Rhino, feeling brave. Whatever it is, will probably be scared of me. Penguin wriggled out from behind Sloth. Well, you're not going on your own. Frog and I will come with you. And with that, Frog, Penguin and Rhino slowly made their way out of the tent, just as another almighty screech flew through the air. The three courageous friends all looked at each other for a couple of moments and then bravely carried on. Once outside the tent, they realised it was now quite dark. The only light they had came from the kitchen lamp inside the house that James's mum had left on for them all. They could make out the shape of the shed and the silver birch tree, but somehow, in the dark, they looked a lot scarier than they had a couple of hours ago. Rhino led the way. She took a left down one side of the tent, left again at the bottom, and then another left until they reached their way back to the front of the tent, but found nothing that would make such a strange noise. They were going to have to venture a little further and be a lot, lot braver. The noise sounded again. This time it was much, much louder, perhaps because they were outside of the tent's protective walls. Rhino started moving. Let's go towards the shed, she said. Penguin and Frog followed closely behind. They were trying to be very quiet, but it seemed that everything they stepped on made such a loud noise. Scrunch, scrunch, thump, thump, rustle, rustle. The three friends stopped ever so often and peered around them, checking for any movement or intruders. It was a well-oiled operation. They reached the shed and peered up at the big door. Is the noise coming from inside there, Rhino? asked Frog. I'm not sure, let's wait here and listen, replied Rhino. They huddled close together 
and waited for the noise to shrill out into the night once more. There, did you hear it? gasped Penguin. It came from over there. She pointed towards the silver birch tree. Something is on the ground. Look. Frog and Rhino followed her gaze and sure enough, there was something at the base of the tree trunk. The three animals stepped cautiously towards the silver birch tree. It rustled in the breeze and reached high into the sky. As they reached closer, they heard a little sniffle coming from the something under the tree. It was so dark now that they could hardly make out what it was until they were close enough to reach out and touch it. What is it, Rhino? asked Frog with a wobble in his voice. It's a... It's a... Rhino pondered having a look around the something. Oh no! Hello little one! What has happened to you? she whispered. The something sniffled and whimpered again, shifting and wiggling. Then, just like that, it rolled over, revealing itself as a little tiny squirrel. What happened, little squirrel? And why are you making such a loud noise? Penguin asked. Oh, hello there. The little squirrel looked at the three animals, slightly puzzled. Perhaps the squirrel hadn't seen such fluffy and colourful creatures before. You see, I was clambering around the silver birch tree, as I usually do. It's my most favourite thing to do. But this time, I must have gotten a little overexcited because my foot slipped and I just... I just fell. Right down to here. You poor little squirrel, cried Frog. Are you hurt? Is that why you're making that noise? The little squirrel wriggled its toes, swished its tail and stretched out its little arms. No, I don't think so. I must have been a bit shocked, that's all. I usually make lots of noise when I'm worried. Oh dear, why are you worried if you are not hurt? Rhino asked. Mm -hmm. I'm worried in case I fall again. What if I can't do my favourite thing anymore? The little squirrel's bottom lip began to quiver. I don't think I'd be very happy if I couldn't climb trees. Frog hopped closer. Little squirrel, there is no need to be worried. Just because you have fallen once does not mean you will fall again. Yes, joined Penguin. These things happening just make us stronger. I bet after a day or two, you will be climbing even higher. She smiled and stretched her wings as high as she could reach. The little squirrel's face began to change. Hmm, I hadn't thought of it like that. So I, 
I shouldn't be worried. No, of course not, Rhino chuckled. We have to make mistakes so we can learn. You just learnt how to fall out of a tree. No need to learn it again. She rolled onto the grass, giggling, her tummy wibbling up and down as she laughed. You are all so right. I feel so much better and not so scared anymore. Thank you. I'd better be getting back to my family. They will be so pleased I met you all. And with that, the little squirrel danced off into the darkness. Rhino was still giggling when they all reached the tent. Penguin signalled for Rhino to shh. We don't want to wake the others, she whispered. They crept inside and saw James and all of the other animals were fast asleep. Frog hopped over to where Sloth was resting and snuggled up next to him. Penguin and Rhino found a corner of the duvet at the bottom of the bed and shuffled underneath it. The three friends waved and smiled goodnight. They were so tired after all of that adventure. They felt warm and safe now they were back in the tent. They were cosy, all wrapped up under the duvet, and their breathing was getting heavier and heavier as they relaxed. With a big, airy yawn, Frog's eyes closed first. Penguin's head started to droop and soon enough she was in a quiet, deep sleep. Rhino smiled to herself. She loved having adventures with her friends. She thought about the little squirrel and hoped it had found its way back to its family and was also drifting off into a peaceful and restful sleep.